Hi guys and welcome back to the Female Fitness Podcast. Today I am joined by IFBB Pro Barbara Kiss. Babs, would you like to give us a brief introduction? Obviously we're going to dive into your competitive career in a bit more detail, but if you want to introduce yourself and let us know what you do as a profession as well. Sure. Um, hi, everyone. And thank you, Danny, for having me on the podcast. So um, I am an IFBB figure pro competitor, as uh, Danny mentioned. Um, I, um, I have been competing for hmm, five years now, um, and I won my pro card in 2018, so um, two years ago. Um, I... Um, I work as um, I work in the fitness industry, um, so I do um, a lot of different things. I work as an online coach. I do some PT. I work in a gym. I work for a, a couple of supplement brands. So I, I do all sort of um, um, fitness-related stuff now, um, which is really good because. When I started competing, it was um, different. I had um, a full-time job outside of the fitness industry, um, and it was really difficult to 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 fit everything in and yeah. and make sure that everything is um, on a point. Um, uh, yeah, so that's 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 about me. I guess it's um, everything is fitness related. Everything is bodybuilding <laughs> related. Yeah. I was joking the other day with someone that. Um, um, now that the shops and pubs and restaurants being open um, again, it has literally zero effect um, on my life because I'm in prep right now. So it's not even like I can go to a restaurant and enjoy a nice meal. Um, so, so yeah, everything is bodybuilding related. Yeah, that's cool. So what first made you want to get into competing? God, so that was um, yeah, a long, long time ago. Um, and long story short, um, I, I was always, I always used to be big as in fat. Um, <laughs> and, um, when I was younger and, and I always wanted to be thin, um, you know, I always wanted to lose weight. Um, so that's how I, I got into, um, training, but when I started training or when I started going to the gym, it was all about as I said, losing weight. So I was doing a lot of um, cardio, you know, I went to the gym and um, um, got on the treadmill and spent an hour on the treadmill. Um, and then um, I was actually quite lucky. I was, um, I was training at a, um, a commercial gym, um, a 24 hour gym at that time. And one of the personal trainers um, saw me. I, so it was, um, about seven years ago when um, females um, started to accept the fact that um, training with weights is not going to make us um, look like a man. Um, you know, we, we need muscle because that's what gives us shape. Um, so, um, and obviously for like health reasons as well. So it, it, it started getting really popular um you know it was all over instagram and social media so i did my research and i started doing um, um a couple of stuff but i still had no clue about what i was doing so it wasn't bodybuilding training 
Um, but then this personal trainer who saw me at the gym, he was like, oh, you know, I can see that you're working hard. You are the only girl in the, in the weights room. Um, but I think you could, you know, you could learn a little bit. I, I, I could help you to, um, to, to take this a little bit further. And I was like, well, yeah, you know, I, I, I actually really enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed seeing my, my body change and getting a little bit more muscular. Like it was, I'm not really talking about like um, um, a big um, uh, boom as in like, I didn't just touch the dumbbells and then muscles started <laughs> to, yeah. to grow suddenly. Um, but, you know, I, I started seeing changes and I was like, oh, okay, I, I enjoy this. Plus, I enjoyed lifting heavier and heavier all the time. So then um, I uh, did a few sessions with him and um, I, I saw, I, I, I came across a picture of a bikini competitor um, and I started following her journey on, on Instagram and I was like, oh my gosh, she looks amazing. Like I, 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 I loved her physique. I love that look. And I was like, okay, well, I, A, I, I would like to look like that. And also like, would I be able to do that? Like, would I be able to, to stick to something, to make sacrifices for like 15 weeks, um, stick to a diet, go to the gym all the time, you know, not deviate from plans. So that curiosity of like, whether I'm, I'm, I'm able to, to push myself um, to, to that limit, yeah. that, that was what really got me into the whole prep and, and the first, um, first comp prep. Yeah. And, and that so was have in, you always, obviously you started competing in body fitness. Have you yeah. always known that you wanted to compete in body fitness or figure? No. So I, uh, it, it's so funny. Um, when I think back um, and when I looked at the uh, pictures of the competitors and I saw a body fitness competitor and um, I still remember who it is. Um, I'm not going to share because in case she listens and I, uh, <laughs> and I was like, Oh my God, no, that's, that's too much. Like that's just too much muscle um, on a woman. Um, so I really wanted to compete in bikini. Um, but then I went to a posing class at Panthers and um, Helen and Sharon were like, no, like if, if you want to compete in bikini, you have to downsize, especially in your lower body. So I was always a little bit um, um, lower heavy. Um, and they were like, yeah, your, your quads and, and, and legs are just too muscular for bikini. So you have two options, either you downsize and go for bikini or just take a little bit longer and just build up your upper body. You don't actually need that much because body fitness girls are not that big. It's just the illusion. Um, and then, and then go for body fitness. And, um, so I, I still had no clue because I self-coached um, for the for the first comp, and so I had no idea, you know, how I was going to downsize if I if I go down that way. And they were like, "Well, you know, you just do a lot of cardio and um, make sure that you are in a calorie deficit, and you know, you 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 can't really." train heavy and and squat heavy and and leg press heavy um and i was like well that's not really what i enjoy like i really like heavy training so i was like okay fine i'm just gonna go for body fitness 
yeah. so that's that's how we how I changed direction that's really cool so did you first compete with the UK BFF yes yes so that was my first show was in 2015 um and obviously up until like 2007 end of 2017 UK BFF were the, the main federation and the only way to the to the pro league um and after my first couple of shows I I I knew what my end goal was like I I, I knew that I I wanted but not the end goal but I thought one of the the first steps um so I knew that I wanted to become a pro um and and one day um to compete at the Olympia and UKBFF were the, the federation back then yeah and how well did you do in your first season Babs N not well at all so <laughs> first show uh, and I, I think that was one of the biggest lessons I learned um first show um I, I got very lean and I think I looked, obviously I looked my best ever um, at that time, um, but the people around me who had no idea about competing, and as I said, I trained in a commercial gym, so they were like, oh my God, you look so good, you're going to smash it, you're absolutely, you're going to win this show. Um, went to the show it was actually a really busy one um the london show it's always um used to be really busy um it didn't even get i don't know i, I got last call out i think so I, I i placed dead last um and then um uh, and i was like well okay that's like um, um a, a punch in the face um because i i really thought that you know i'm yeah i'm i'm, I'm gonna win this um and then i realized that okay no it's not really um how it works um and then i um i managed to to get an invite to the british finals in that year um but again in the british finals i i i, I don't know i i didn't place um so again that was a, a a big lesson and that was like okay like i i need to tip a, uh, take a step back and just reassess start working with a coach actually uh, with someone who who knows more than me um which you know i didn't know anything about the sport uh, back then um and um and yeah and 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 come back stronger and better yeah and that's cool because like i i have quite similar experience in my first show like i didn't place at all um and that sort of i feel like that was a really good start to my competitive career because it's sort mm. of, it sort of just teaches you that there's so much room for pro progress and it almost yeah. like a bit of a fire inside of you and you're like right okay i'm gonna come back better yeah. now i'm gonna place next time <laughs> Yeah, I think it really separates um, 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 people who who are actually serious about competing and those who just do it for for like fun and for the trophy. Because for me, yeah, of course, like I'm, I'm really competitive and I compete to win. Um, but maybe in the first couple of shows, it was about the the placing, and like I really wanted to place. But then after that, it's just I realized that it's 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 about so much more. So you know, a a, a plastic trophy, yeah, it's it's the icing on the cake. But yeah, it's yeah. it's about so much more. I completely agree. So, how many years or how many shows did it actually take you to get your IFBB Pro card? 
uh, it was my 13th show. So yeah, it's lucky number 13. Um, it was, uh, so started competing in 2015, um, got my card in uh, 2018, so three years. Yeah. Um, and for for body fitness, it was always a little bit uh, more difficult because um, only in 2017 they uh, they gave a, a pro card to the overall winner at the British finals. Before then, it was you had to compete in international shows and then win an international show or like place top three or top five in like three or four shows so it was quite difficult to um to get the pro card as a as a body fitness competitor but then after the split um that was um, um i think the second pro qualifier that they did um where i competed and, and won my card and that was in the uk so it was it was really special because i could have friends with me and you know my teams and it was just such a such a great day yeah so between which seasons do you feel like you made the most progress and what would you put that progress actually down to oh i think i had i had a few i think um first when after my first season when i started working with a coach yeah. um because obviously his knowledge was just you know his guidance and knowledge was what i needed like um um i learned how i can um, push myself how i how i should be training um i think that was that was actually the um the the main uh, main change um the style of training that i did and also like dieting like i didn't really I, obviously i knew the basics like the macros but i i didn't know that I should be having carbs post-workout, you know, or what carbs and fats do um, uh, in terms of bodybuilding. Um, so that was um, one of them. And then um, I think between uh, the British finals in 2017 and the pro qualifier, um, there I, I made improvement but not necessarily in my physique it was more in my mindset yeah. so i um i thought that if i wanted to become a pro i need to start acting like one so um that means that i i literally like i i changed my my uh, my approach to dieting like everything was absolutely on a point dieting training cardio recovery everything um and then um physique wise after my pro qualifier um i took almost a year off because i just thought that um my physique um to be competitive on the on the pro stage um i needed uh, i needed to make improvements um i needed more muscle actually one of the judges told me that i need about two three kilos of muscle on my frame to be competitive and on the pro league and i was like wow that's great how <laughs> am i going to do that yeah um so so yeah definitely that physique wise between turning pro and making my pro debut yeah and that for people that don't know like two to three kilograms of muscle for a woman 
takes quite a long time or quite a lot to put on it's not an easy feat it doesn't happen in like a couple of months um no yeah it's a very long one and so when you were going for your pro card did you go into that show with the mindset of I'm capable of getting my pro card this time round yeah yeah exactly exactly that um I um I'm really um a big on like visualization and um a working on mindset and I could I could just see it like I was like no matter who turns up this day well okay that's a bit of an exaggeration obviously but but I was like yeah I'm just I'm I'm just I'm just going to do it I I'm going to do it because I deserve it I I worked my ass for uh, ass off for it I I took notes I literally I wrote down my name Barbara Kish IFBB Pro um you know I could just I, I could see it happen so I I was yeah um it, it definitely I think working on mindset is so important and and obviously that doesn't mean that I you know you, you don't have to work hard you, you you still need to work hard but it's just that missing puzzle um and and such a such an important puzzle yeah I think that's so good and so important and really useful for people to hear because it is quite easy in this sport to be your own worst critic and to always want to be better and yes you do need to do that you know you always need to find ways to improve in some way or another but you also need to have an element of belief in yourself to achieve certain goals especially big goals like your pro card yeah yeah 100% like honestly it all starts in your mind if if you can't see it in your mind like h- how are you going to achieve it um you you need to have that faith and 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 trust in yourself that you are able to to do it and you know yeah it might not happen the first time but you just keep going and eventually the universe <laughs> will get out of your way if you are persistent enough yeah definitely so do you have anyone in particular or anything that motivates you and drives you to keep pushing towards your goals oh god yeah that's such a good question um so i think it's such a cliche but the person who inspires me most is my mom um but it's funny because she has nothing to do with fitness like she trains um and she looks awesome for for her age but um um it's it's not because she's involved in in fitness or bodybuilding that she inspires me but she's um she told me that um if you want to achieve something you need to work hard um and also that if you work hard enough then you know you're you're eventually going to get what you what you want um so so she's definitely um one of those people and um what really motivates me is um my my end goal is to compete at the olympia Uh, i say end goal but i'm sure once i make it then i will want to return and i just want to place better um and i just i really want to be able to take my mom with me um and just just pay for for the whole um 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 journey for her so you know everything and uh, yeah that's that's the that that's what really motivates me yeah um, in terms of competing and so what do you actually find the hardest about prep and what do you enjoy the most about prep oh 
That's a good question as well. Um, so I, it's funny. Um, I I really enjoy the the low days um, when you feel like you you can't you just can't do it. You feel like you need um, a day off. Um, your body aches, um, and and then you have to do a, an hour cardio and it's just, it seems impossible. And then you get to the gym and you just get it done. And I, I just love that feeling. Um, so it's, it's, I know it's in, in a way it's, it's really strange that I, I enjoy that pain. Um, and what I find most difficult is um, just, um, just to make sure that I, um, because I, I coach um, other people um, and I, um, I don't like when prep affects my my work or or my my life or or who I am as a person. So that's definitely um, very challenging when you, when you have the low days um, when you feel like that and um, there for your clients, be there for your partner, be there for your parents, be there for for your kids, anyone. Um, so yeah that's i think that's the that's the the most challenging part to to remain the same person who, who you actually are because yeah like prep can turn you into little yeah yeah it can definitely be challenging and it proves to you how strong of a person you are when you can get through something like a contest prep and get all the way to stage lean and continue to do that year on year yeah. Um, and I think there's a lot of parts of bodybuilding which can actually be applied to the rest of your life to make yeah. you a stronger and more successful person. So what do you think competing has taught you that you have been able to apply to the rest of your life? So much, so, so much. Um, and, and this is why I actually really enjoy working with first-time competitors because um i can i can totally relate i was like that i was i was going for the for the placing and for the trophies first and then um you realize that you learn so much so one of the most important things i learned was that um there is always another level and you can you can always give more and you can always get better so when you think that you are doing your absolute best you are already um running at the um at your uh, max you know you're, you're pushing really hard in your training or, or in business you are making these phone calls um you are working the extra hours you can still do more um yeah. There, there is always another level and also with that um, once you give more you can always push yourself to to a next level as well and you can always achieve more um, so unless you are Mr or Miss Olympia but but they still can you know get better yeah um, you, you can yeah you can always just become better um, and one more thing was that um, what I mentioned before that if you want something and if you work hard and if you are persistent um then you are eventually going to get there yeah and i think all of that is so good because it's so easy for people who aren't within the sport to look at it 
and assume that it's all just about people wanting to look good or people people being egotistical when in reality there's so much more to it than that and actually it's such a good sport in the way that it develops you as a person and the way that what you learn can be applied to the rest of your life it's not just about us wanting to step on stage in a bikini like there's so much more to it than that oh yeah absolutely and like you know you evolve with the with the sport so um you just realize that um once you push yourself to a new level obviously your goals are going to change you there is no end goal you you always want to get better and then in regards to placings like with my i placed um top 10 in um, in my second pro show last year um and i was so happy with it and people were like, yeah, but you wanted points for the Olympia. And I was like, yeah, of course I wanted points for the Olympia. I wanted to win. But, <laughs> but you know, that top 10 is, 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 is amazing to me because there is always going to be someone who, who is better than you. Um, that's another thing that I learned in this sport, that um, sometimes you're your best is just not going to be good enough that doesn't mean that you are not good but it's just in that situation under those circumstances is it might just not be enough because there is someone out there who looks better than you or who who works a little bit harder than you um and so you should only compare yourself with the person who you were yesterday um and if you can get better and better every day uh, every time you step on stage you improve then that's the only thing that you should you should care about yeah definitely so when is your next show and what is your goal for that show <laughs> um so um everything is so up in the air right now um i uh, potentially i am um, eight weeks out from the puerto rico pro um, but the problem is that um, I can't get to Puerto Rico without flying through the um, states, the United States. Um, and at the moment, you cannot enter the United States. Um, so um, I could just transit, but then the flights would be super expensive. Yeah. Um, and I, I just, I just can't justify spending that much money on just one show. So ideally what I would like to do is do Puerto Rico and then the week after do New York. Yeah. Um, so, um, but it's just, it's, it's COVID, uh, permitting. So we don't know yet, but, um, you know, I'm, I, I still give it my everything. I, I, I make sure that everything is on point and um, we will see. Um, in terms of goals, I still really want to qualify for this year's Olympia. Um, so it will be tricky, a trickier, because, um, because most of the shows are in the um, United States. So there is only one pro show in Europe uh, before the cutoff point so yeah. um do you have the um the option of doing alicante yeah 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 so at least that's that's my um 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 plan b if i can't go to the states i'm um, at least alicante is there and probably i will be able to um 
at least compete once this year. Cool. So when did you actually start prep this season and how is it going so far? So I um, I started prep in January um, because I got an invite for this year's um, Arnold Australia, um, which never happened in the end, unfortunately, because of the uh, pandemic. Uh, and that was heartbreaking because I, I prepped for that show um, and literally like two days before departure, um, the whole thing were called off. So I was one week out when I found out that I won't be able to compete. Um, So so I started in in January and that was just a a short prep, a 10-week prep. And then I kind of rebounded quite well. Um, And for this show, for Puerto Rico, I only started prep, um, I would say, about four weeks ago when we were like, okay, now we just let's make sure that we pull cal- start pulling calories, um, increasing expenditure. So, so yeah, four weeks ago, it's going well. Um, I, um, I, I kind of, um, this was the first week when I started feeling like I'm, I'm in prep. Uh, so my energy levels dropped, strength uh, dropped a little bit. So I was like, oh, okay, now I'm on prep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's it's part it's part of it. It's it's you actually you sort of want that feeling. You are looking forward to that feeling because you know that okay now it's you know everything kicked in and now the body starts responding. Hopefully, and you feel like you're you feel almost like you're really working for it when you have those days and you feel like okay yeah I'm definitely in a deficit now. I should be succeeding with that loss. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I think it's just, it motivates you um, to, to push even harder when it's like, okay, now I feel really low. Like yesterday, I really didn't want to train. Um, but then, you know, I just, I just, I was like, I, I have to, I have no choice. And I'm actually in a really lucky situation because I have um, access to, to, to a gym. So uh, it was like, people would want to be in, in my shoes, you know, like in my situation. So I, I have to train. <laughs> and I had such a great session, actually. Yeah, I think it's testament to like you as an athlete and anyone who steps on stage this season, because it's been such a crazy season and it's been so hard to navigate and it just makes prep so much harder anyone that does step on stage this season has something to be proud of like no matter whether they place or not (laughs) yeah yeah I agree I totally agree I think the uncertainties is definitely you know it makes things it makes prep um a million times harder because when you have that end goal a date that you work towards that's just that's that just makes things easier like I have a a wide board and I actually I I do um, I count down the days so you know every day I um, I I stay on track and then I can um, take the day off which just helps um, uh, mentally Um, but when when you don't actually know whether you you will be able to to step on stage or not. But then, you know, in the end of the day, we, yeah, of course, I, I love competing. I love being on stage. But 
the main reason I do it is because I, I want to say whether I made improvements. Um, I have been trying different things um, in, the, in the last couple of months, new training styles, um, new approach to dieting. So I really want to see if it works or not, if, you know, if, if I benefited from them or not. Yeah. So what is your end goal as a competitor in the industry? I would, one day I would love to be top, top 10, top five Olympian. Like that, that would be, that would be amazing. Um, um, so I think just stepping on the Olympia stage one day is, is going to be amazing. But I know that once I, once I achieve that, I will want more. <laughs> yeah. And that's just the nature, and, nature of you as an athlete who's really driven. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm really competitive. And, you know, I, I think so, sometimes people don't like to say this and they are scared to, um, scared of being judged, um, for, for being competitive and for, for wanting to, uh, to do well. Um, it's called a competition and, you know, you, you are being compared to, to other competitors so it's just a part of the sport um we you know we, we we compete to win in the end of the day that doesn't mean that i want to be better than um than xyz i want to be better than i was yesterday or the last time i competed but at the same time i also want that package to to be good enough for for a good placing yeah definitely and that's you know you deserve to have those goals especially when you know that you put the work in every single day day in day out why would you not set big goals yeah yeah absolutely absolutely and i think it's just you just need to um obviously be realistic with yourself like i um you know i could set a goal like being miss olympia but i like i'm never going to be miss olympia because obviously genetics come into play and um there there are just so many uh, little um, um um things that um yeah it's uh, you you need to be realistic but also you still need to set big goals for yourself also, you never know like you know you can change so much mentally physically over the years you never know what's going to happen and really what yeah. the potential is until you get there yeah yeah oh, i think that's such a good point actually like you 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 never actually know what your real potential is yeah exactly so thank you so much for joining us today it has been a brilliant episode which i think a lot of people will find really insightful where can people find you on social media um so my instagram is babs body fit um and yeah just um drop me a message um or an email um which is babs at gmail.com if you have any questions regarding competing posing coaching or just you know and i'm i'm always i like to say that i'm 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 always really open and, and transparent with everything. So I'm, I'm really happy to, to help and guide people if, if, they, if they need help um, in, in their competing journey. Um, 
because although there is a lot of um, information out there now um, and so many good coaches, I just think that it's, um, it's, it's quite nice to, to be able to, to speak to competitors, to speak to athletes who, who go through the same things. Um, so, so yeah, we just need to help each other. Yeah, and that's you know that's one of the best parts of the sport, the community around it. It's amazing. Definitely. Um, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for listening, guys. I will put all of um, Bab's social media links down below if anyone's interested in reaching out. Um, and I will see you in the next one. <laughs>